Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Textually Active. Uh, the weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships, relationships, and all the ships in between. I'm Rez, and I got Measy with me. I'm sleepy as hell, but I'm here. You ain't tired, nigga. <laughs> I'm all the things that make you angry. I'm sleepy. I haven't eaten today. There's a bunch of shit going on today. Bro, you just sat here and watched Eric eat the meatballs like that? That's why I asked. No like, you asked like five times, like, what's, what's that? What kind of soup is that? Bro, what's that? Yo, what kind of soup is that, dog? Like, nigga, what is it? It wasn't soup. I'm so sorry. I would have brought you. This nigga had a goulash over there. (laughs) (laughs) He's here. He on the board. And it's oh so packed, but oh so delicious in here. Oh, it's Uh, about to be lit today. Speaking of speaking of food, we have that at home. Is here. (laughs) Great. (laughs) If you're watching this, you can see that we have that. We have this at home here on Textually Active. We're joined by Jeez. Jeez. Chris can't read this, okay? I can't. I'm just, <laughs> sorry, Jeez. <laughs> and we have Keem. What up? And Moni Bates. Hey, y'all. Moni Bates. Shout out to them. It's lit. Thank you for welcoming us. We're super excited. Thank you for coming on our show. Um, can you guys take a moment and tell our audience about you? We'll start with Jeesh. Jeesh, tell the people about you, where you're from, what you do, how you feeling. Um, it feels like I, niggas used to ASL. Like, ASL? <laughs> like, <where you> <laughs> AOL days. I go by the name of Jeesh. Um, I'm from Detroit. I'm currently residing in Ohio, Bowling Green. I am a music artist. I rap, I sing, I write, I dance, I do it all. Um, and I'm also a part of We Have That at Home. We got that at home. We have that at home. So, <laughs> nothing. Oh, it is. Well, we have that at home, but I- you know, black people, you know, black people don't know names and stuff. We just call it what we think it is. <laughs> I think it might be we have it at home, but it's we got that at home. <laughs> God and have. <laughs> God and have really fucked me up. I'm I'm terrible with vocabulary. Like I don't know which one should I use. I got. I have. Sorry. We have that at home. Is here. Um. And then we're also joined by Keem. Keem ASL. What up? Thirty three. Male. (laughs) Philadelphia. Gotta put the age out there. (laughs) That's that's what it is. We do it for the elder millennials here. Hello. (laughs) I am in Philly. I'm part of We Have That at Home, and you better not ask for nothing. Typically a little quiet, but the pod has gotten me to be a little bit more when I need to be. I talk a little bit more when I need to be. Okay. Thank you. Um, and we also have Moni. Last baby. but not least. Last but definitely not least. Look at Moni. Look at that. I appreciate y'all. Y'all want to stop. Don't hide me up. Hi, ASL Moni. Moni, I'm a lady. I'm 25 plus, but definitely an older millennial. Um, from New York, Bronx Borough. What up? Oh, uh, BX, you should see. E. Oh man, uh, 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 this, this, uh, this nigga's uh, not from the Bronx. Yo, I will cut you right in here. <laughs> look, you know, look, Moni. No, she got. She probably got the, the blade in the inside of her gum too. <laughs> So we're joined by them. Everybody's feeling good. I'm feeling good. Y'all feeling good. Good day. Um, you know, it's it's a good day. It's sexual Tuesday. So how I feel like we should just get right to it because I mean, why not? It's it's holiday season, things are going on, issues are coming out. Um, if you're listening to this, you're probably coming home for Thanksgiving, right? And, and somebody got drunk and started spilling family dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. Somebody got drunk and they got vulnerable. That the the uh, the uncle you don't never see showed up, and this the first time the daughter done seen him in like nine months. 
your daddy's still looking at you funny because you never finished college. The, the rich aunties there trying to shit on everybody and like, we know you broke. You <laughs> mad at your sister because she brought home a white man. That's, that's Somebody just found out that somebody in this house is gay for the first time. It's like, we been new. You the ones that didn't know that. Auntie found out that she was getting cheated on over, over Facebook. Going hey, crazy. Defund Facebook. Facebook gotta go. <laughs> Facebook. Ain't nothing but on Facebook. Like, please, we gotta get rid of that. So, in the in the same lane of emotions and trauma from Thanksgiving and the holidays and preparing you guys for the holidays, we want to talk about the difference between vulnerability and transparency, um, and what that means as a a male, what that means as a female, and how it relates to everybody's relationship in this time like how it affects relationships when you're vulnerable or transparent um because there are two completely different things which i just learned me too i, I, I just I, learned too. i always thought that if you were if to get to transparent you had to be vulnerable but apparently not i thought um transparency was enough and if you know me as a friend, you know that I am transparent to the T. I will tell my business. I have no shame telling my business. I do it every Tuesday. If you ask me, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I am transparent to the fullest. So um, by definition, transparency means the ability to see through something. So when someone's being transparent with you, they're letting you see into their lives. They'll let you know what's going on, even inform you of how they've been feeling. But while people are transparent, we'll sh- they will share openly they do so in a self-conscious, controlled way. In other words, they're presenting a processed, polished version of themselves. So I'm telling you what happened from a calm state. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. But when we get into vulnerability, it's a little different. When someone's being vulnerable, they're making themselves susceptible to judgment of others. Vulnerability means they don't just let you know what's going on in their lives. They let you actually see how it's affecting them. This involves them letting their guard down and relinquishing control. In other words, they're presenting an unprocessed, unpolished version of themselves. So it's very opposite when you look at it that way. Look at my girl doing research. <laughs> I, had a little, I had a little research. So if you think about it in like a down-to-earth way, let's say I just found out that I was being cheated on and I'm letting you know. If I'm being vulnerable, I'm crying while I'm telling you. you like giving me I'm asking you what you doing for the next five hours and how much money is in your savings account. Because we about to fuck some shit up. I was like, this, this <laughs> definitely got to be bail money. <laughs> if I'm being transparent, I'm saying, hey, yeah, I so I left him. <laughs> Um, I'm currently staying at the Motel 6. Um, things are very rough for me right now, but it's going to be okay. But they keep the light on. <laughs> they do keep the light on. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, we'll start. Um, I want to see. Um, Beezy. What's up? Do you feel like you're more transparent or are you more vulnerable when dealing with friendships, relationships, or any other shit? I would definitely start off with saying that I was probably more transparent than anything. Like, I don't have a problem. Listen, this happened to me. This is what I was going through. If you listen to the show, you know, like I'm saying, this happened to me. I did this. This is real life. This is real raw street. No cap, as the people from Atlanta would say. This is no cap. No cap. This happened. But if you want me to like get in the details and break this down and explain to you what happened and how it made it feel and how we did that, I'm not not doing that. Hundred percent not, not doing, doing that because I don't I don't think I need to show that like to everybody. Like it's driving me nuts on the inside, but I don't think I need to show that to you because I also feel like I may have a little insecurity about how people you know judge me or then like base their treatment of me based off what they know about me so sometimes i feel like that understand jish how do you identify are you more transparent or are you vulnerable with your friendships relationships or anything else um i'm definitely more transparent than vulnerable like i kind of agree everything because i'm definitely i don't i don't feel the need to just break it down for everybody like that's not how you just play that. that's not how you play chess like <laughs> everybody don't need to know but I definitely could, you know, be uh, comfortable 
standpoint with my friends where I'm like comfortable and they know enough, but not everything. My question is, as an artist, how do you deal with that? Because you either, you know what I'm saying, you got to, like, you know, you make music and, you know, yeah. people are, like, attracted to how, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel this. I felt, I know all the girls that Drake has dated by name and it's because it feels like I know these people. Drake is definitely vulnerable. He's very vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> He's vulnerable. So I'm like, how does that, like, how does that work with your music and stuff? Um, I think like I have no I I express it through my music, but like as far as just like sitting down having an interview, like I still would be, you know what I'm saying, very tactful about how I did that. But like I say it in my music, but just talking to somebody, once again, it's like it's on need to no basis. It would depend. I like it. I understand. Uh Keem, what about you? How do you identify vulnerable or transparent? <laughs> I'm transparent. So nobody got no feelings. Everybody's just transparent. That's me all the way. You're not going to see me weeping. Never. And crying and letting you in that deep. But I can share a mutual story with you. I can share the struggle with you. I can let you know what I've been through so we can relate it while I'm trying to talk you off the ledge. You know what I'm saying? If I feel comfort in that moment, I might get a little bit vulnerable so that you know, if that connection is there, but typically, nah. I like it. I like it. I like it because I feel like, like, unless we get to a point where we like, like, because like, we both Aquariuses. Okay. That probably, listen, I know what all that mean, but I don't know what all that means. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know what all that mean. It's just like, if it don't, if it don't got to the point, like, you got my arms behind my back and I really need to get this out for you to understand. It's like, I'm, yeah, I'm going to keep this in for a little bit. Yeah. But what, what holds you back from sharing the feelings? Like, what are you, what are you anticipating? Any, any of you? <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things where when you like, just cause I told you this don't mean it fixed it right away. It didn't fix anything immediately. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm still finna have to deal with this. Yeah. I'm finna have to deal with all of this. But if I just tell you what the problem, you can, like, you can train yourself or prep yourself to react and deal with it the way you want to. But if I give you, because a lot of people that we deal with, and I'm saying this like as like people, black people, white people, like people, people are very like, what can I do to fix this? Mm. So like, if I'm like telling you like, listen, I could be like, yeah, I just lost my job. But if I get into this, I just lost my job. I don't know how I'm about to pay for my rent. I don't know if I'm, I'm going to have somewhere to stay. Somebody then feels obligated. And then now I'm like, I ain't really asked for a handout. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be in that position where it makes me feel like less of a person because I told you this and now you have some advantage over me. I look at it like um, the first piece when you were saying it doesn't necessarily feel good for me to put my feelings on you i think that i believe in transfers of energy so if i'm constantly telling you this made me feel away and i'm breaking down crying in front of you that's going to transfer onto you and now you inherited my feelings and you're hurt too like if you love somebody and you care about them and you see them hurt that hurts you too so I don't really like being vulnerable with people unless I know that they're strong enough to take it because some things you tell people and now they fucked up about it. So not only am I fucked up, but we're both fucked up and now we want to do fucked up shit depending on what it was that happened. And hurt that's people, not helpful <laughs> for me. Moni, what you think? What you think about this? Situation? I am the only one. I do think that I'm vulnerable. Oh. But I, I think I had to grow into that. I was like much more when I was younger, like, cold very intellectual thinking about everything if i could think it through then i can get through it but as like an older millennial now i am like i feel if the, you're in my life then i'm going to trust you to handle any of the information that i share with you so i feel like between people that you know like that exchange is okay like we are going to take care of each other like we have a responsibility to each other like i don't want to have to like tell somebody something and hide my feelings because I am kind of airy-fairy. I think the, the universe is plentiful and abundant. And I feel like if you put that energy out there, like somebody will try to help. And I don't think that's always a bad thing. I don't think like less of myself or anything like that. I just feel like everybody needs help at some time right now with me. 
next time it might be you. So I feel like I just want to like share and let that out. Sometimes you just like, I just need a vent. Like I just need to say it because keeping it in is too much for me to handle. Um, so might tell a friend that's when a therapist comes in handy. But um, I'm also just not a person that gets very emotional. So even that vulnerability may look different. Like I'm just going to like express how I feel. I don't know. It may look like transparency. Um, I feel like that part is kind of like personality, like whether you're somebody who gets like, I don't know, deep into their feeling. Like you would never see me like crying about something that was going on. You ain't never going to see me crying. Unless it's a happy cry. That's different. Time out. You cry a lot. <laughs> you weeping? Like, Tell it all. Tell it all. We've been friends for like three years. Tell a story of when I cried. Did you see it? Oh, I don't want to because I don't want to embarrass you. Nah, Tell go ahead. I don't be embarrassed. But you be upset sometimes and you be angry and then you be wanting to cry. And I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, like we all know, like, we can all plan, like, you know what? I think Red's about to cry. <laughs> like, we all can guess. <laughs> we think Red's about to cry. Uh, I feel like okay. an angry cry doesn't count. Sometimes that's just like, you know, like. But a what cry? Angry. <laughs> So how you compare, like, you have to add all of these cries. Rez is an angry crier, a happy crier. Uh, I might be, most, like, their cries. Like, you, like it's not up for me to dictate what kind of cry it is. That's because I was on birth control when I was doing all that crying. The birth control's fucking me up. You said, like, your mama gave you a perm. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't get a fat ass because your mama gave you a perm. Has nothing to do with each other. <laughs> it was the birth control. But, okay, so... Apparently, I am a cry. Um, I I get overwhelmed with emotions, but I don't feel like that's a piece of being vulnerable if you can't really control it. Because if I had my way, I wouldn't want to be crying in front of you. But I'm overwhelmed with emotions now, and the only way I can let it out because I've been holding in so much and thinking about it um, is to cry right here in this moment. But if I do cry, it's really not going to come with much because I hate when people do the weepy cry. <laughs> And <laughs> no, I'm not doing all that. What are we doing? It's the worst. Like, how do like do y'all ever like find yourself like more awkward because somebody's tried to cry and you're not in that bag to like console them yet because you don't really know why they cry and like why are you crying? Like she put tomatoes on the sandwich. Like I didn't know you didn't like tomatoes. Like why are you crying? Control. <laughs> It's not the period. Birth. That's the answer. Right. <laughs> is, is that the answer? That's, like, that's just the one. All right. We'll go just accept it. it. Right, just got to respect people's weepy. You know, sit there and do a little tap on the back. Like, you're all right. I'll just be like, okay, you know. I'm the wrong person to be crying or I, I might be okay. It depends on how I'm feeling. But Somebody just shared a story with me the other day of when I was in a situation where people were trying to be vulnerable and I ran away and left them with everything. So it was a drunk night. We were in a bar and two of my friends came into the bathroom upset, clearly upset. We four deep. So one of my other friends was in there. We were six deep. Oh, we were six deep. (laughs) We were six deep. Four girls in the bathroom, including me. Two girls were very upset, highly upset. They came in cussing. And me and the other girl, we was real calm. So I seen that the other girl had it under control, and I took my ass back to the bar to enjoy my night. And then she (laughs) came and sat beside me, and we laughed. Big, like, big laugh, like, hearty H-A-H-A's. Because she was like... These niggas in here wildin'. They crying as shit. I ain't got time for this. You do more of us wanna cry. Then I'll start crying and I ain't got time for this shit. And I'm like laughing because I'm half sober. Like I'm like, if I have one more drink, I might be over the limit. But I'm like laughing because that's how she processed somebody crying. Like, I can't deal with this. I'm finna go back out here and I'm about to <laughs> find the next person that I know and we about to talk this out between us without them knowing. I died laughing. It's like a contagious cry. I feel like I cry contagious. When other people are crying, I get emotional about it. Because you do want to help them. I feel like that's like a natural thing when somebody's crying. You want to like reach out and help and make them feel better. You do. So are there benefits? Because I feel like majority of the guys 
And I I feel like I'm on the edge of being vulnerable and transparent. It depends on who you are. It depends on a lot of things. It's the situational vulnerability. So I feel like a lot of the guys identify with being transparent. Yeah. Um, I wonder if we can correlate that to something else. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times if uh, us as black men, I don't speak for all black men, but I will speak for myself. <coughs> I've seen it a lot amongst the conversations I have. A black man that cries is looked at as weak. Mm. Black man that, a black man that cries, can't, he's not a man. Mm. So it's one of those things where it's like, we are being raised from youth to be what you crying for. This ain't nothing for you to be crying for. Toughen up. You know, the black mamas love to tell you, shut up before I give you something to cry about. And we don't know how to process them feelings. All we know is, all right, I'm about to shut up. Go in my room, and then I'm gonna deal with this myself. Yell and cuss at her under the pillow so she can't hear it, so she can't come in here with my ass. But I'm gonna hold this in, and so now those kids turn to adults who cannot process these emotions in a relationship with somebody. So you expect me to come in here and tell you, listen, I had a bad day. I don't want to be bothered. But what happens is I come in the house and I don't say shit. I just go in the refrigerator, get a beer, sit down on the couch, and don't say shit. And it's because I don't know how to tell you. Because I've never I've been programmed to be quiet and hold shit in. So it's one of those things. Do you what, what's your experience growing up um, and being vulnerable? Or do you share the similar experiences as Meezy with Showing emotions as a child, and how does that affect your adulthood? Um, yeah, I definitely uh, always grew up saying I didn't feel like I had a voice or like I couldn't really be emotional. And then it, I'm like now, so like I'm like just naturally nonchalant about a lot of things. So it's like well, I definitely was more of a like you know I heard the you cry before I give you something to cry for, or <clears throat> a little girl like <laughs> so cry was like not really a thing that you. Just do. Yeah, you can't be crying. So like now naturally I'm just like nonchalant. It's like this is like the reaction to like what I know growing up. So if you're crying in front of me, if I care about you, I'll console you. But a lot of a lot of times I catch myself like deciding like if what you're crying about is important or not. Like for me, oh, that is a that's a key. That's a text alert. Yeah. If you start crying. I have to process <laughs> if I think it's important for me to feel the same way. <laughs> because I don't know I don't know if what you crying about is worth it. I don't know why those tomatoes made you cry. I take them off. Right. <laughs> like, that could have been the last straw of my day. Like that could have just been the thing that really yeah. fucked my day up. And I did not know that. All I'm thinking is Get you another sandwich. We can take these to you want to switch. Like that's all I know. But crying for it is not gonna help this situation right now. Preach. I'm gonna cry when I'm ready to cry. (laughs) (laughs) King, what do you think? How how do you how has your childhood affected how you are um, right now with being transparent versus vulnerable? I don't think that as far as crying, I don't think that it has. Like nobody has silenced my cries (laughs) if I want to weep. From the guts, I'm going to, (laughs) but I don't, so it's all good. But I mean, like, typically when it's like, shut up before I give you something to cry about, that's after after you've whooped my ass and I'm going to cry, you've already given me something to cry about. But other than that, I don't really have a problem with expressing emotions if that's something on me, if I need a tear to drop. It's going to drop. Like, let me let me cry. Like, I always I never understood what that meant. Like, you see, I'm crying, and because you thought, like, that's what we just talked about. Like, it processed as our parents processed <laughs> that is, you're crying over this candy you couldn't get. It's not yeah. worth crying over. Shut up before I give you something to cry. So like that, like, I don't know what to cry about now. I don't know what's worth it. I don't. I don't. I don't have nobody. I don't have loved ones that's died close to me. I don't know what to cry about. I cried because I dropped my um, my takeout on the floor. <laughs> that's a reason to cry. That's a reason to cry. But afterwards, I looked at myself like, 
Bro, are you serious? Like, you really crying because your food dropped? Like, you still have a good amount left, but it really just really sent me over the edge from the week that I was having, and I cried. Like, every time I cry, I look at myself like, you weak bitch. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm laughing. Like, cause you I- weak bitch. It happened at home. I was at home. Like, you could have made that. Yeah, like you had a five second room. I That's think I was house. mad because I had to clean it up. Nobody was there. You could have ate it. Eric was there. Okay, oh, <laughs> it's his house too. I think, um, Moni. I think being transparent <laughs> <laughs> is a defense mechanism for men. Do you do you feel me a little bit? Do you mm-hmm. do you feel where I'm coming from? Yeah. But it also comes from trauma, like from Meezy's side. It's like you have no no other reaction like you haven't learned other reactions to emotions because you haven't had the time to exercise them black mamas can be toxic we don't talk about that enough black mamas are toxic i'm not a black mama so i don't know yeah not yet but black mamas will train you <laughs> not yet <laughs> black, mama, black mamas will train you that like uh i probably shouldn't say this like i like you should probably shut the fuck up like don't speak like because it's toxic. It's toxic. Like I remember. Like I think I'm not good enough because I did something wrong and thought I was a dumbass from it. Like I ain't never to right now in the moment. It's the first time I ever processed this. But those names of like like you soft because you're crying is like no. I don't want you to. I don't want nobody to think this. I don't want you to think this about me. And so, like, I've, like, processed this, like, this this way for 29 years. And so now, trying to change and evolve habits that I ain't never had to change feels hard. You just um, broke something at your mom's house the other week. I hid it from her. She don't even know. And you're still hiding that. She, like- she just called a few minutes ago before we started. I answered the phone. We, we still ain't talking about it. I don't know if she knows it's broke. Are you scared that that's what she's going to ask about when she finally answers the phone? Not yet, but now that you put that, <laughs> that, that idea in my head now, probably. <laughs> that's a shame. Moni, growing up, did you feel like your parents treated you that way? The same stories that, well, Keem said he was able to weep when he wanted to weep. Uh, Meezy said he could not weep. G said that he feels like he was silenced. Um, Did you experience any of that when you were a little girl? There was no crying in my household. My mom is a Scorpio. She's a black mom. My dad is Puerto Rican. He was the one with the feelings. Um, My mom was straight up like, I've never seen her cry. She was not very emotional. She wasn't like giving out a bunch of hugs and stuff like that. Um, I remember one time I was at work. And something happened and I started crying. So I called my mother. I was in the bathroom and I was crying, like telling her what happened. And she was like, you're at work crying. (laughs) Shut it down. Like, (laughs) this is what you're doing at your job. And I was like, okay, bye. (laughs) Like, that was it. She was basically embarrassing me out on the street, pull it together and do your job. But like, that's, yeah, that's really like what it was. There was never any like, you cry, I'm going to come console you or anything like that. So, like, I really, like, as an adult, had to be like, the way I grew up, that shit was wrong. Going to retrain my brain into, like, something that's more healthy. Because I was like, this doesn't, it doesn't feel good holding things in like that. It wasn't until I got older, started going to a therapist that I was like, all right, got to fix it. So what what was the therapy process like that? Because I'm sure there are a lot of people listening right now that identify with being transparent but not vulnerable. Me, myself, I share the same stories of uh, being a child and not being able to show emotion because for a long time I was living with my father. And, you know, fathers typically aren't emotional. Mm-hmm. So raising two girls by yourself for a few years is really like I don't feel like I should be going to cry to him because – he has that male reaction. You got to think he grew up in a time where I'm sure he was definitely not allowed to cry. He definitely wasn't allowed to show any emotion. So raising kids himself, two girls by himself, whenever we show emotion, it's kind of like, hey, hey, shut, yeah. shut that shit up. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you once, shut hey, it bro, up. You, you sound just like your father. Shut it up. It was a lot of shut it up. And even like you just shared a story of how you were at work crying. I came home from work crying and my dad told me, looked at me like, you done? Right, I'm a, what are we going to do? 
I don't want to talk about what we're going to do. I want to cry about it. I want to be upset about it. But in that moment, you realize that this is something that you learned throughout your life. And that's why you are that way now. So how do you break that cycle? Therapy? I'm a strong believer in therapy. I think everybody should go to therapy. And I think, yeah, it depends on like you find a good therapist. I feel like you find somebody that you can relate to. I went to like three therapists before I got to the one that I have now. Um, she's a black lady from the Bronx. Like, I feel like I could tell her anything. And I think that's really that relatable part. And also when you're speaking to somebody in a therapist's office, it's objective. I know that nothing I say is going to get back to anybody in my family, none of my friends or anything like that. So it really is like, um, and there's different styles of therapy. I went to one, one time where all she did was listen to me and never responded. And I was after like a week or so, I'm like, are you going to not even a week? Like you see once a week, like a month or so. I'm like, are you going to respond to me? Are you going to give me feedback, any suggestions? And she was like, no, what do you want me to say to you? I was like, this is not going to work for me. Thank you. Next. Yikes. And then just moved right on. And so I found like something that that what that works for me. And I, I, we get feedback. Tell her the situation. What do you think? And she'll tell me like how my thinking may be stuck in one way from what I was doing in childhood and how to change it. So it's like kind of like homework. You go, you do it come back, talk about whether it worked or not, how you felt. Again, I wasn't used to talking about my feelings, so that was like a safe place. Like, now I can go and talk about my feelings here because I didn't really have anywhere else to do it. But I think it's just, like, helpful, like, just processing things that through childhood, especially. Yeah, I think going into it, a lot of people don't realize. Because when I look at therapy, I haven't been to a therapist ever. I've been to a therapist before, but not in my adult life so yeah, here raising here. Oh. hell raise a raise <laughs> i had a time i've, I've lived raise several different rumble. lives i've lived several different lives um keem was a part of one of those lives um it was one of the best points of our lives <laughs> me and keem had a lot of fun together but um yeah so when i think of therapy and i'm as i try to process it a little bit more i thought that you would go to a therapist and you would talk to them they would fix you but hearing everybody else's experience i don't know if anybody else has been to a therapist in here you have to work mm-hmm. you they're going to give you work you have to work on yourself but they're they're just there to guide you oh no i'm in transition i'm about to, i gotta, <laughs> I gotta find a new therapist you have to find a new one like my my therapist only my therapist just tell me yeah what you said was right <laughs> like I don't think this is helping me Like I'm telling you Hey I hate my job I don't like how life is going And you cannot rebuttal with Yeah I think you should quit your job And like I think you need to fix your life Like lady Like I'm not <laughs> I'm not saying that For you to tell me What I already know I need you to help Like <laughs> Explain to me what I need to do better Like I should not be self-diagnosing myself with ADHD <laughs> Like please help <laughs> You do want some feedback Yeah Yes like I want somebody to tell me No you, your childhood was trash You are Something is wrong with you So when I come back and have conversations like this I can say yeah something's wrong with me <laughs> <laughs> So I can be better at expressing my feelings Oh so I can be a victim Y'all can show me sympathy. Like, oh my gosh, crazy. So, um, you're you identify as somebody who is just transparent. Jeesh does, Keem does, Moni, you are a fairy here. Um, (laughs) how does this affect everybody's relationship with the way that we express ourselves? Like, I I know for me personally, it ain't good. I I really could do better because if i'm just being transparent in my household that's not really helping the situation because i'm just saying i'm telling the part about what hurt me after i finished solving the solving the problem without really addressing it with my partner and i think that could be a challenge Keen, what you think what how you feel like when it comes to like trying to express yourself to people around you and the relationships and friendships and all the other shit you got going on I don't know if people look for it there from me. They're not used to it. What'd you say, Mo? I said, because they're not used to it. That's interesting. Yeah. So I don't think that people look for it from me from the jump because that's not what I give you. So I think that it works out fine. So in my relationship, in my marriage, (laughs) I think that it probably has a bigger effect because more is wanted wanted from me, but I don't really give it like that. 
on occasion when I'm really thinking about it, I'll give more. But I think that that's where that's the relationship that it probably affects the most. Like Russ said. Yeah, it's, it hurts. It hurts me that I can't or not can't because I do. But I have a hard time getting to that point. To the point yeah. where I'm like beating myself up because it's like you should be being vulnerable right now. I'm in my yeah. head. You should be vulnerable. He can help you. If anybody, this is a person you should be crying to. Um, mm-hmm. Your car note is late. He can help. <laughs> Cry in front of him. <laughs> you want to go out with your friends tomorrow. You don't have the money. Cry to him. He's the yep. one. Yep. But instead, I hold it in and I'm transparent and I'm like, damn, the girls went out to get wine. Mm. Wish it could have been me. Mm. Sometimes that's my big joker. (laughs) Like like, you you get in that bag and be like, "Listen, I can't do it today because it just start going in." Like I can't do it today because today I woke up this morning and I couldn't find my toothbrush and the toothbrush fell into the thing. It's like, yeah, what the city girl said don't work. I gotta cry. I got like (laughs) sometimes I gotta get in my bag and be like, "This is why you haven't heard me say nothing for the last four hours because I." Anxiety has been acting up. Nah, just start flipping shit. It's because I'm broke. (laughs) 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 Fucked up because I'm broke. (laughs) uh, The PS5 ain't come in yet. What the fuck am I supposed to do about life when I can't figure it out? Like, like I get mad at the video games and Jazz just look at me and it's like, no, the game cheating. So now I don't want to have dinner right now because the game cheating. It's like, I got to figure this out. And then she'll just be like, all right. And just walk off and I'm like, now I got some free time. <laughs> now I can play this. <laughs> now I can play this video game in peace. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it's my big joker. My fault. Strategy. She will this later and now I gotta change my shit. She's gonna be listening to it while you guys drive yeah, somewhere. Gotta, it's gonna be yeah, very I gotta accurate. Change, I gotta change my shit. Okay. I change my shit. Um, but yeah, relationships, I think they would work better if I was vulnerable. No? I think I think it would. Just your your relationships. What's going on up there? What's what, what you got going on with these people around you, and you trying to like uh, open up to them and let them into your world and your atmosphere? He doesn't do it. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> your own friends. Um, it's like a slowly but surely type of thing with me. Like, of course, like I think I'm like most people. I got trust issues as well. So, like. That plays a part of me being vulnerable and open to you as well. I have to feel like I can trust you, like, regardless of what terms we on to as well. Like, if I'm just going to be sharing, like, my whole life and true self with you. So it's like, that plays a that plays a part with me opening up too. But, like, if I feel like I, I can trust you and I'm comfortable around you, which at, as an adult, I can pick who I'm around. So most times I am. I'm triggered. Then there's no problem. I'm, I'm triggered. I'm triggered because I I gotta make you trust me. That it just leads me down a rabbit hole of thinking that I have to go through struggle love to get your love. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's just uh, that I'm triggered. I'm sorry. I'm damaged. That's yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing I think of. I gotta yeah. earn your trust. I thought I'm it was innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> trust no. me. I mean, I'm Damn just saying like. That's like, but as an adult, like I said, I can choose who I'm around now. So when we choosing who I'm around, like that kind of automatically becomes natural, like as opposed to people like that's in my like family who I grew up around, who I may, who may have done things where I or where I don't trust them. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? as opposed to people who I meet or people who I've chosen to be around. Who, of course, I trust you. Like I've chosen you. I feel like we start this how we're talking about that. Like, hey, well, taste alert, right here, right now. You can get rid of family. <laughs> it's okay to get rid of family. It ain't nothing to cut that bitch. <laughs> snip, but snip, do people ho. do it? Snip, snip, ho. Say it again, Key. What'd you say, Key? But do people cut the family off? Because, because that's a word nowadays. We know you can get rid of anybody you want to include family, but are you still hesitant to do that? Yeah. I mean, cut. I, th- I think the thing is that we kind of you know how when you manifest manifest is like a popular word it's, it's true you manifest the things that you want I feel like if we keep saying we can cut our family off eventually people will start cutting their family <laughs> my cut my family off is when I only show up for one of the holidays this year mm-hmm. so like like yeah apparently last week was a national uh cutoff day 
of people. So if I decide that I cut you off in April, if you don't see me again till Christmas, take the hint. Like <laughs> take the take the hint. You're not the person in my life no more. When I see you again for what? I ain't, I saw you at Thanksgiving. I don't see you again to the Fourth of July cookout. You know why? That leads me to a thought. Do you have to announce that you're cutting somebody off or do you just do it? Because I don't think they'll know. Like, they won't know that they're cutting they off. I'm glad you brought that up because I have a really good meme later. I'm saving for later. Okay. All right. But what I'm saying is, uh, it, yeah. it, it, use, use common sense. You can get it. Take a clip. Like, Take nigga, a clip. we all look at who watched our story and you ain't seen my name. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 you see my name, fam. You know, you know, you know, the story view is now our like, oh, but they really mad at me. They're not even watching my story, they ain't text back. They ain't none of this. Really fucked up. I don't fuck with them. Damn. Uh, so Moni, you, you have an opposite opinion as everybody in this room. <laughs> You're vulnerable. She is the nice one here. I bet today. you she got a lot of followers. She got a lot of friends. She probably got. She got a lot of hoes. No, my circle is small. That's why I can't be vulnerable. I don't let nobody. I didn't see no ring, so she probably got all the hoes. Uh Mm -hmm. Tell us about how how your way of dealing with things affects your friendships and and all those ships. Um, circles just small. Like uh, I'm very intense. (laughs) I'm just very intense. I'm very direct. Um, so when I'm like talking about something, like I'm expressing myself, I'm all out there. Um, people can either handle it or they can't, if they can, they stick around. If not, I don't like, I don't hold on to people. Like if it's meant to be, it'll be, if not, then I just move on. And that is with family and friends. I am one of those people. Like if you are not healthy to what I'm trying to do with my life, then you can't be a part of what I have going on. And I like what you said is interesting. Like, do you tell people that you're cutting them off or not? I can't decide whether it's like petty to be like, I'm cutting you off. <laughs> or, or if it's like the mature thing to do and like communicate with the person um, like you don't want to just like leave them hanging because sometimes people don't know because they're just unaware like that so I'm like I don't know but I, I definitely like I don't think I'm mature about that I just kind of like slide away and then you just don't hear from me anymore. I like the ghost people I, like the ghost I would like for everybody to be able to communicate that somebody did something that messed them up and I will sit on this podcast all day and say that it hurts my feelings when I get ghosted and mm. X, Y, Z. But I be the mean one cutting somebody off and not telling them what they did. I like to ghost people because uh, if I decide to get over it, I can always come back. And be like, you, I was you know, Okay, I'm, I'm toxic. I'm sorry. But, but like, if I don't tell you I'm cutting you off. Once I'd be like, you know what? I'm kind of over it. I kind of miss talking to such and such. Let me let me slide back. <laughs> you just think we ain't spoken a while. Exactly. Yeah. You'd be like I was going through something. Like that's it. <laughs> I like what you did there. I Y'all like ain't it. right. I like it. <laughs> I was going through something. Very very toxic. I there was know. one time I announced the cutoff. I've never went back to. I was like, yo, we're not meant to be cool. This just can't happen. We just can't. I can't be in communications with you no more. That was the last thing I texted. I didn't give a reason or nothing. Never to be heard from again. Did they respond? Yes. They said, wait, hold on. I'm at work. (laughs) (laughs) Wait till I get off. I'm going to call you. Blah, blah, blah. There's no need to talk. I told you what it was. We're laying this out. You're doing shit that I don't like, that I don't approve of. Peace out. That would hurt my damn feelings. I got the fun part be like, like you say, uh, you get the courage like King did to say all that, and then like, hold on, when I get off work, I gotta call you. So now you gotta dodge this phone. Call. Nah, that shit hurt. That hurt. I that even hurt got a message. Feelings. I even got a message years later, like, or you know, just a good time afterwards. Like, hey, I know you don't want to talk to me, but I, I just wanted to let you know that I miss you. Blah blah blah. Never responded. That sounds like an ex. Ex is love to hit you with that. It was not an ex. It was a friend. I was like, peace out. Ex is love to hit you with that. Hey, big kid. I know you're doing good and everything. How you doing? Peace out, Girl Scout. Um, (laughs) Speaking from somebody who's gotten that text before, I don't like that. Oh. Like they've they notified you they told me it was a long ass paragraph so i was like oh word that it didn't go like that but okay if that's what you want fuck you mm-hmm. 
Anyway. Still look. She about to cry now. Nah, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. That hurt my feelings, though. My feelings hurt. I do the cutting around Don't here. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> that shit hurt. But, Moni, I wanted to say this because your response, I was thinking about your zodiac sign the whole time you were talking. Are you a cancer? I'm not. Cancer is my opposite sign. I'm a Capricorn. Okay. Okay. Close. Close. <laughs> Very far, but close. <laughs> They have similar things. I'm a Baptist. I'm a Baptist. I go to church and stuff. I believe in Jesus. Amen. Oh. No, that's not what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't say in present. You know, that YouTube church still the same. It still hit the same when you listen to it. Yeah, okay. Football come on at one o'clock. That church is at 1255. I'll be ready. I'll be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I think this was this was good. This was a real well rounded conversation. I like these people. Um, these people keeping it a buck. I like these people too. Is G that- said, G said, look, if I don't know, if I don't know you, I can't do nothing with you. He said, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he did say, like, look, I'm finna no, I'm finna do this and you about to be on your own. And that's where I vulnerable I was vulnerable. Nah. I got rid of you. Nah, it was a part where he was like, if you here, it's because I wanted you here. Yeah, I like that was <laughs> And then Moni was just like, Listen, we can deal with this how you wanna deal with it, but I'm gonna I- let you know what's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let you know either way. I'm gonna let you know, like I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. But G's Rez, G said he's a cancer. Oh, you're a cancer. Okay, yeah. I wasn't getting cancer from you. I was getting Scorpio. My my. Really? I need to go back and read some more books. This shit a Gatorade. Normally, right I'm good. One time, I did. Some, I did get somebody's sign. Maybe it's because it's the virtual. It's fucking up the sign since we're doing it. Mm. The internet, the, I can't the, really the Wi-Fi good in here. Well, relax. Oh, but we can't. Uh, you gotta feel the vibe. You gotta be in person. I can't feel the vibe. I was trying. Which is crazy because the best response to feel the vibe is you know the fucking vibes. Why do people say that in response to that? You know the fucking vibes. <laughs> I don't actually. I don't actually. I'm not feeling them. I don't. Mm-mm, don't know. Don't know. All right, so let's go ahead and take a break and come back with our final thoughts. All right, and we're back. So um, I wanted to take a moment and talk a little bit more about We Have That at Home, what you guys do, how you guys came about. Um, can you guys tell us a little bit more about yourself, what y'all, you do? Y'all, so, y'all, y'all are hilarious. Yeah. And to think that, like, we heard some of the backstory. Y'all can explain it in a minute, but, like, y'all be... Y'all don't didn't know each other at first. At all. <laughs> From a can of paint. <laughs> Fresh out the paint. So explain to me how y'all got to be transparent and vulnerable to each other because y'all do a good podcast. Yikes. So even though we didn't know each other, we were together every single day in these chat rooms. We met on this app that was for karaoke calling. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we were youngins. We were youngins. Jish was still a teen. We were young twenties. Like years ago, yeah. We were. We were nothing. Nothing better to do but live our best young lives. Um, on the air, we used to. We were in a group. We would make songs together all the time. Ciphers and songs and freestyles. We was popping. So it was a bond because we was. A, every day like family or work you know you build relationships d- being up under people all the time so just peace that was definitely the safe space for us because we didn't like hadn't seen each other or met each other in person yet but we had like a chat room to go to that we were all there together all the time all the time and Kimi and I met each other years ago yeah yeah we had only met a few years ago because we were closer. We're Jersey and PA and Delaware. So we were neighbors. I'm from um, So we came back together like a year ago and um, Moni came up with the idea of a podcast, random as hell, but we were always creating content together. So we were like, yeah, let's do it. We did a test run and here we are a year later with we have that at home. The title was random as hell. She thought of a podcast. I was like, there's food at home. There's food at home turned into we have that at home because we seen some titles that were similar and we didn't want to seem like we was biting. 
Um, and on the pod, we talk about life, love. Hey, I, I, I saw the double entendre. We have food at home. We ain't want to seem like we was by. I see what you did there. I see it. <laughs> what you don't know is that I'm a rapper part time. Hey. Okay, so if we need a bar, that's what I got for you. We just got um, we got barred up. We Don DeMarco, DeMarco, DeMarco. <laughs> yeah, and here we are. We talk about everything. We talk about life, love, sex, politics, complicated shit, random shit. We just go in. We got everything you need at home. And you better not ask for nothing. I just want to know who, what, what roles y'all play. Like, what, who's, who's who? who like, today we kind of learned a little bit about y'all. Like, That's a I good like question. Moni is, Moni is the pacifier of this group. Like, go, right, Mo. Who are we? Like shit, but y'all going to be all right. Then G's just sit there. And G's just like, all right, listen, like, this is what happened, but, you know, it happened. And then Kim like, man, y'all better get y'all shit together so we can do this podcast. Yo, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. You're reading us. Yeah. That's You're so reading funny. us. It's definitely Daddy came. He keeps us in order. Yeah. <laughs> so when I think about, we have that at home, I think about all the times when my parents were like, can we, I was like, can we stop at McDonald's? It was like, nah, we got, we got fries at home. We got chicken nuggets at home. Oh, you 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 want to do a rapid fire on all the shit we had at home? Yeah. Let them, me tell you something. Dumb fries at home never hit the same never hit the as same. them fries from McDonald's. McDonald's be fresh and salty. Dumb chicken nuggies never hit the same <laughs> as McDonald's chicken nuggets. Time out, time out, time out. We not finished. Never. Dinosaur nuggets. Them dinosaur nuggets be busted. But they was putting them in the microwave in the oven. They didn't hit the same. They were soggy. They didn't hit the same. All right. Uh, I just want to say uh, one of the things that I always used to wonder is that uh, if I don't ask you for nothing in the store, how am I ever going to get something? <laughs> like They taught us not to speak up for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else I hated? I got one. Another phrase. Um, it's grown folks talking. Go sit down over there. I'm the only kid here. Everybody left left their kids at home and y'all had an event at my house. Like, <laughs> I want to talk about what y'all talking about. Right. I know the story too. Y'all done told it seven times. I was there. <laughs> and then you like you're no, you're telling that story wrong. Mom, that's that's a lie. He did not come home that night. <laughs> like, no, he did. I remember everything up. My other thing, my other thing that I, I used to love, like <laughs> this is bad, but like mom. I was the only child. Why do we got so much of this goddamn Alfredo in this bowl? I don't want to eat this for nine days in a row. I'm not eating this, bro. You better have. No, I'm not. The third day is cool. But that fifth day, let's throw this shit away. Why I got to keep drinking out the same cup? Why do I have a cup? I want to use the other cups. You do have a I want to use the cups, y'all. I'm tired of this princess on this cup. I want to use the cup with the glass. The clink, 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 clink. I want to use that. <laughs> what y'all? I know y'all had that stuff at home. Listen, look, look at them. I know. Look at Moni. Moni had that uh, that Puerto Rican house. Oh, there was some rules in there. Definitely, y'all. Well, what do we have at home? It was like my house had the the chicken, beef, pork, hot dogs. I'm good. <laughs> I'm the good. mixture I'm dogs. Good on mixed meat dogs. <laughs> it smelled like we could have been rich in here. Yeah, I mean, didn't happen. <laughs> hey, what about you? When you're trying to get nice, dress nice for an event, and you got all them damn clothes in the closet, but the sleeves come up to your elbows and the pants might hit above the ankle bone before it was cool to hit above the ankle bone. Damn, damn not trying to ask for an outfit to hit the streets. Damn. And they tell you, we have to. But I need home. these because they don't fit this. You're going to wear what the hell you got in the closet. You better love a hand me down. But my. <laughs> The crazy shit. I was the hand me guy. Like I, like my mom bought me clothes and I had to hand them down. I was like, I wasn't done wearing that shirt. Like you just picked that out, I gave it away. That's crazy. Jeez, what you? I know you had some shit. Like he was talking about his family drama. I know you. Had some what's, what's okay, I got it. It's two of them for sure. It's it's for sure buying the clothes like two sizes too big so you can grow into it. <laughs> you never grow into it. You never, never grow into it. It's like either. you either it's too big all the time or like I never got a chance to wear it. We gonna wash yeah. it. We gonna wash it. It's gonna shrink. Never. Yeah. Shrink. <laughs> we gonna shrink it. You gonna grow into it. 
And G's been the same size since childhood, like since birth, so. though. <laughs> Never grew. And then, personally, it was like, my mom made me get a ball fade. Like, I used to have to go to school with the ball fades. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we just had an episode last week about the importance of your barber in the relationship it is. Like, fam, I'm going through a dilemma right now where I don't know. I had I lost my old barber. I think he went to jail. I had to get a new Ain't no barber. think he did go to jail. Yeah, he probably went to jail. And now I got, he came home. So now who do I keep going to? Do I keep going to my new barber or do I keep go back to the old one? I am so hurt right now. Like, I don't need it right now. I wear a hat, but I don't need it right now. But in like two weeks, I, see, I gotta make a decision. That's good. Yeah, you, That's a little flair. You see the little The little flair, the little ice cream face. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Me, the flair. Okay. I'm so, I'm so torn. I think. I think that's like we don't get vulnerable enough about that. Like, I love y'all be in real relationships with your barbers, like yeah. more important than your girlfriend. It's real. It's so good. I can't take my girlfriend to the barbershop with me because I think she's gonna get jealous. <laughs> I, I don't know who E's barber is. I just hear stories about him, and that, I'm jealous about that. One time he woke up at 5 a.m. to go to the barbershop. I'm like, the fuck? Like, what's that bitch face? It's real. <laughs> she like, she going to be there at 6? <laughs> that's why you got to get up. It's real. It's very intimate. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that's good. Um, where can they find? We have that at home. Yeah, we have this at home. We need to. We the have people need home. to listen. I'm y'all so confused. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I, keep, I said, you we have this at home. We have this at home. We have that at home. Get their name right, bro. I know, yes, but we have this at home. <laughs> the fanatics in here. We need. Uh, we don't have hooked on finance at home. I'm Where can the people find y'all? Because y'all are God, I can read. I can read. Subscribe to them. Tell them. Hit them with the. Hit them with the info. Where y'all at? King. You can find us on IG at underscore. We have that at home. Fire. Uh, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, yeah, that YouTube, home. Yep. We're on everything. Once you go on the IG, you can find every link to everything. Link is in on the join. I just changed my name. There we go. We have yeah. that. Look at that. And we are live every Tuesday on YouTube, Twitch, Periscope, Facebook. Okay. Tune in. We do a live show, show every Tuesday. New show on Sunday called Sunday Brunch. Always looking for guests. Want to be in the community? Just talking to new people. Oh, can you tell us about Sunday Brunch? I've seen that. What's going on on Sunday? What's so we on? just started it. We just had our first episode last week. It is super chill. Bring your food. Bring your drinks. Bring whatever makes you happy. Sit down. We choose one topic. Chat about it for about thirty minutes. You and then come through. Come through. Uh, yeah, you know, it's football. Season. I ain't got, I ain't got, uh, I, got uh, <laughs> I gotta watch my fantasy team lose in a, a dramatic fashion by one point. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there this Sunday. But if, I get, if uh if the games get boring, you know, I'm gonna pull up. Pull up, pull up, pull up. All right. Um, let's get the vibes. Let's let's bring the vibes. Oh, you know what we had at home? Six. You are now uh, tuned in. in. Sometimes. Sometimes. Some. A lot of times we, we had sex at home. Anyway, you're now too dead the WMEC. <laughs> you didn't hit the button. Look at the production today. I didn't hear it. <laughs> you uh, do it. No, you do it. I like the way you set it up. <laughs> you set it up. Yeah, you set what it up. Say? You said... Let's switch the vibes. Oh, yeah. Let's switch the vibes. We about to get into a different bag. Speaking of things we had at home, a lot of times we had sex at home. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in to WME. Don't we? <laughs> Don't we? A big bag. Nasty bag. This week. <laughs> I like this. No. <laughs> we love it at We have that at home. I love this podcast. You guys are hilarious. This week on the Baby Maker, we got I can't even say this name and I'm gonna fuck it Let up. Let me see. Because I can read. Let no, you see. can't. Love Man Soy. It's not because it's under there. It's this week we got Love Mon Sweet. Love Mon Sweet. This song is called Thrill featuring uh L I V dot E. Let's get it. Textually active.
This week's baby maker that was from Love Man Love Monsui. I'm I may be fucking it up. It's spelled first name is Love, like regular L O V E, and the last name is M A N S U E S Y. I fucked it up. I can't even read it. Love Mansui. That song was called Thrill featuring Live. That has been added to your baby maker playlist. If you enjoyed that song, it's like, oh shit, he played this. I want to go back to it. All you got to do is go to your favorite streaming service, take, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, and Tidal, because, you know, we support black businesses here. Type in Textually Active Podcast. That po- though, that playlist comes up, and you, too, can get in tune with W-M-E-Z. Textually Active. All right, everybody pull your memes out. It's time to get meme um, if you found something funny on the internet that made you laugh, now is your chance to share it with everybody. So, um, what I'm, you got? You already laughing at I'm your meme. I'm laughing because we talked this. I didn't. Even, I found this meme before we even talked about this, and it applies. My meme for this week says, "How about a social media feature called if they unfollow me, I unfollow them." Period. I think. There's nothing more embarrassing than realizing you've been watching somebody's life who a year ago looked at you and was like, fuck this nigga. <laughs> that shit hurt. It do hurt. I've been a victim of that. I'll go to somebody's page and be like, damn, they don't follow me now? Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I understand. Moni, you was laughing at your meme too before it started. What, what you got? What's your meme? You know, my meme is like for all my little witch bitches out there. I think this is hilarious. <laughs> um, fellas, text her at 1111 and 444. She'll think the universe is showing her a sign. Stay toxic, kings. Love it. Love it. <laughs> that is evil. Love that is it. evil. Love it. Is there some vulnerable little airy fairy somebody out there like, oh, he loves me. That's my yeah. soulmate. <laughs> no, you've seen her. You've seen, you know about what time she eat dinner. Text her right in the middle of her dinner and say, Do you want this? Something to eat? <laughs> I would say send the text out at 11 10 that we could deliver at 11 11. Look at that. <laughs> what other memes we got? Y'all ain't no good. Um, Who wanna go next? G- I got, you got one. <laughs> Go ahead. It's like, a, it's like a Photoshop meme, but it's like um, it's Joe Biden holding Young Jeezy's shoulder, and he like, "Can you make me one of them songs like you did for Obama?" <laughs> 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 Love Follow it up, Kay. What you got, baby? I got this meme with um, Jerry the Mouse, and it says, "Me walks up to heaven's gate. God, you might as well turn around." And it's Jerry holding his mouth with tears in his eyes. <laughs> I think we all feel like that sometimes. You gotta get turned away from the gates. Oh my god, I gotta stop saying that. I'm the going f- to the fun spot. The fu- the Wherever fun I'm going, it's gonna be fun. It gotta be lit. The fun part is, I always think it's because I still. You don't want that lit in real life. You don't want it. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I always think the reason when I get there, they go tell me to turn around is because I stole that pack of shrimp from Walmart that time. <laughs> like I didn't pay for it. Like I think that's my car, but like y'all shrimp. better stop stealing out of self checkout. <laughs> you gotta steal that shrimp sometimes. It costs too much. In his place. It's like, buy to get one free. Like, that's, that's the rule. <laughs> um, so, for my meme, speaking of things that parents used to always love to say, it goes, me, sit y'all motherfucking ass down. Them, we on Zoom doing gym. Me, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I found that on underscore, we have that at home. So, make sure you follow them. They're always dropping dope content. They have dope memes. It's hilarious. Um, and as you guys can see, they're funny as hell. I like this episode. I usually don't like people on here. Shout out to y'all. I, I love, I fuck with y'all. Turn up. I fuck with y'all. Yes, thank you guys for coming. Thank you so much. Um, I don't know if you want people to follow your personal page, but let people know where they can find you. Um, G's got the music. Go ahead, G's. You got the music. Look, G's, 
follow him. Tell him where tell him where you at Apple. Uh, yeah, you can follow, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram and there you'll see all my links for everything, all the songs that's dropping, that's coming up, videos, all that. Say it out loud because yours is tricky. Underscore underscore jeesh. Jeesh. Two underscores. Like it, Moni. I know you. You got all the uh, the uh, the uh, zodiac memes. Where, where can I find them? Because I know you posting them in that story. I know. Are you? I mean, have you? Do you know me? I feel like you just like <laughs> you know it all. It's nothing but like card readings on my page. It's Moni, baby, Moni, baby, Moni, baby. Moni, I know the fucking vibes. <laughs> <laughs> you know the vibes. Can you let them know before we get out of here? Shout out to y'all. We what up? King, where they can find you at? They can find me at underscore we have that at home. Bing. I love it. I love Got it. it. Got Period. It. All right. Um, as always, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Textually Active. We are back next Tuesday. Be on the lookout for us. Um, make sure you keep yourself together during this holiday season. Um, Thanksgiving was rough. It was rough. You almost didn't make it to It might have been good, though. But for me, I know that it's hard because, personally, I'm not with my family. So coming home from seeing my family can be rough, too. I just got drunk. I ain't even gonna hold you. I, was, I, I just tried to get drunk and watch the Cowboys. And is it just me, or do the sun still be going down at, like, 3 o'clock? Like, like I, I, didn't, I can't tell if it's 6 p.m. or 245. <laughs> oh, that's the number. It's... Don't let seasonal depression kick your ass this year. We know 2020 has been a hell of a year, but um, it's going to be a brighter day, 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 brighter Don't forget to follow us. You know that merch out. Be on the lookout. Uh, That newsletter is in the thing. Go to the page. Click the link. Go to the page. We about to give some giveaways. I got some shit to give away, and I wanted to. I don't care. I'm E looking at me with this confused face, but nigga, nigga's about to get some free shit from me. Me too. On your dime. On your money. All right, we out. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.